there's there's some confidence and there's some identity and that consistency. You know what I'm saying? There's uh, just that message that they can count on. What what can you count on in this culture right now that won't be different even three or six months from now? You know what I'm saying? Where's the consistency? There's one of the places in the in the nativity. You are listening to The Resolute Podcast, a podcast designed for American church leadership and a ministry of decision mentoring. Today, episode 25, it's Christmas again. Here's your hosts, Chet and Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Chet. I doubt sometimes, therefore, I might be. <laughs> yeah. It's quite a way to start out a Christmas episode, isn't it? Is it Christmas already? Well, it's kind of Christmas time. I mean, we're gonna we're in the Christmas mood here. This broadcast, and maybe next week we talk about sharing some Christmas stories. Yeah, it'd be like our first theme show, producer you Brandon. You know, that'd yeah. be kind of, that'd be kind of exciting. He's he's promised maybe some special music even for next week's broadcast. Yeah. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah, so, so. I challenge him on the the er- earliness of. That Christmas music, but, yeah, you know, Christmas true. comes earlier each year, doesn't it? He was just singing a Christmas song right before we started. He's, he's, you know in, he's in the Christmas spirit. Well, you know, there you go. So, uh, talking about Christmas and stuff. So, how many Christmas sermons do you think you have delivered over the years? Yeah, I knew you was going to ask me that question because you prompt because I told you. <laughs> you told me, yeah, you told me. So, so I. I Put some thought into it, yeah. And I, I know I've preached at least eighty-eight, but could be, could be close to one hundred. Close to a hundred Christmas sermons. Yeah. And, what, you, and tell me about tell me about. Were there any of those that were kind of unique? Okay. Because I'll tell you what. I'll tell you myself. I I know for sure. I'm trying to think back and stuff. I'm pretty sure I've done Christmas from the perspective of the shepherds. That's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think we did it from the wise men mm-hmm. one year. I've done it from uh, from Joseph. Yep. Okay. You know, talking, thinking about what he was walking through there with that whole thing. And uh, I don't think we went so far as to put voices to the animals that were there. That's about. I think we drew the line there. But yeah, I I think so. D- done most of those. I've done the. Uh, I, I have done the. Nativity, and talked about the animals. They were, yeah. they were there. I did, I've really? done that. So I've, I've went to that. You know, we've done the carols. Like take, oh, did, the did, carols. Did, like did yeah. a, a Sunday. Took, like many times, I've done the Christmas movies, yeah. like a series. Christmas movies. With those. I can see that. Yeah, yeah I can um, see that. So so unique because because you do it over and over. You, you do. You know, it's coming. I think that people. Me, I guess I can speak when I say people. Me, yeah, feel like okay. Well, I can't do the same thing I did last year. Now, wh- why do you feel that pressure? I mean, as a pastor and stuff, and I'm serious. Okay, like I know we're talking to some guys out there today right. that are kind of rolling their eyes, even mm-hmm. as they listen to this, yeah. thinking, "Okay, one more year." Right. Of, I just we were talking before we started recording. I remember when I was pastoring. I remember because it starts so early. 
now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's oh, yeah. su- such expectation right. for Christmas themed mm-hmm. everything, okay, right. that by the time it was over, I remember Christmas Eve, we always have a Christmas Eve service and 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 be done. Then I remember thinking that the weight lifted. Sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You go back and just be so peaceful, just kind of going, it's over, it's done. Right. You know, yeah, but, it's like a weight lifted. Yeah. No, no, I, th- I think that, uh, so you ask why do I feel like, uh, honest, I think I'm sick. <laughs> uh, you, you know, there, there is the thing when you, you feel like, okay, I'm presenting the same thing again. And I remember this time, I was trying so hard. It was Christmas Eve. Because yeah. we'll, we'll do, I'll do a series in December around a Christmas theme, and then we'll have Christmas Eve candlelight service. And and I was, uh, it's been several years ago now, and I was doing one. And in preparation, try to have new stories. Like, I, so so the birth of Christ story. Well, that's what it is. It doesn't doesn't change. It's the same, and people need to hear that. And I, I remember a long time ago, I've I. I did all the things at Easter that people told me to do, like the gurus, the experts that tell you, okay, right. start a new series on Easter so everybody will come back. Oh, yeah. well, well, they don't. Yeah. That's a, right. cra- that's a crazy idea. They don't. Right. So then I just got to, and this has been probably the last five years, I on Easter, I preach a resurrection every Easter. I don't try to do a new series. I, it's standalone. We'll preach about the resurrection. That's me. Doesn't need a new twist on it. Okay. Right. It's you what just, it is. Most powerful story there is. Like, what do you need to try to dress it up? Right. Right. It, but but I remember years, a few years ago, several years ago, Christmas Eve, did the candlelight, walked out. I don't do this every Sunday. Walked out, hanging out in the lobby, saying, you know, good thing, just meeting people and yeah. Merry Christmas and all yeah. that. Yeah. And this lady, she's in her 80s, 85 maybe, her and her husband, great people. Just the kind of people that they you just they want to hug you and they're real supportive and all that. Salt of the earth kind yeah. of people. Yeah. She says, Pastor, that was really good. I said, Thank you. She said it was the same as last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, mind you, I was doing my best to make so it wouldn't be the same. I uh, know. And what she heard was she'd been there every year for like ten years. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. And it is. I've heard it before. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. Yeah. And it is a credible story. Yeah. And I think it is it is challenging for, you know, in our world today, people hear that. Okay, a virgin gave birth. Right. You want me to buy that? Right. So so, so it is challenging. Yeah. Um, and, but needful. I, I feel like that um, from my, from the way I look at it, the, our, our world, they're celebrating earlier. They're talking about it. Maybe they're a little more generous because of Christmas. They feel a little more. May, maybe at some level, people are a little more Christ-like, whether they have Jesus or not, because of the, the season. That you got to address it and talk about it. Oh, I think that there's. I think that there's something about the Christ Child that that people process in a. Uh, I don't know how to put it in a in a kind of a quaint way, in a kind of a, a romantic way, in a sweet way. Okay, I will admit I'm going to tell you something right now. Okay, I'm about ready to wrap myself out to the eight people that listen to this podcast. Okay, <laughs> so uh, but it's almost every year that I'll watch something on television where a celebrity or you know a music star gets up and starts singing 
you know, a Christmas hymn. Like, Oh, Holy Night. Or, yeah. 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 Like that. And they'll start. And I think to myself every year, I think the same thing. I think, do you understand the words that you're singing? Mm-hmm. Do you really get what you're singing? Because it's, and, and here's the thing I always think is amazing about that. I think that, you know, people kind of go, well, where, where's the miracles at Christmas? Here's one for you right here. Okay. I find that the words that they're singing, regardless of even their relationship, yes or no, with God, I find those words many times move me to tears, right? Just simply because of Mm -hmm. the power of the message, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So, now, compare all of that with, I'm going to make a reference here to... Some people will get it, and and all the spiritual people won't. Okay, um, uh, but uh, uh, Ricky Bobby, okay, <laughs> Ricky, Ricky Bobby, and obviously I am talking to the less spiritual people here in this room, okay, because <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Talladega Nights. Yeah. Okay, this it was this NASCAR movie that Will Ferrell was in. He plays this guy named Ricky Bobby. And they're sitting around the table at one point, and they're having a conversation about, and they're going to pray. I think they're just going to pray in Jesus' name or something like that. And then they start talking about how they like to think of Jesus not as the grown-up Jesus, right. but as the baby Jesus. Sweet little baby Jesus. Little yeah. eight-pound, eight seven-ounce baby Jesus. Yeah, baby <laughs> Jesus. Baby Jesus. And, and it's funny, okay, but at the same time, it's kind of... It kind of grips me a little bit because mm-hmm. I think there's there's something about keeping him in the manger and not letting his life, not letting that life grow up and realize what he faced on behalf of you and me. Right. And it, it, the story is not complete just to present. Exactly. The the, the manger yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. But are our team's recording a few songs and one of the songs is uh, at, at Christmas time that they're looking at is one that talks about the resurrection and huh. the death and, and because that's a part of it. Yeah. You know, he was, he was born to die. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I don't know that people grasp that and that's why revisiting it is so important, but not, because um, cause Christmas, you know, telling the same story, you know, I I don't know if I watch it every year, but I watch it. I've watched it frequently over the years. Linus in, you know, Charlie Brown's Christmas special. And yeah. he's, he's up there telling the Christmas story from the King James Version. They they said it would never work. They told Charles. That's right. You know, uh, Schultz, right? They, yeah. They, they sent it back the first time and said, you got to cut that part out or whatever. Yeah. And, so, and, and he didn't do it, you yeah. know. People, the the nostalgic aspect of Christmas is so powerful that people, you can do the traditional thing, you can do the same things, and people, they want that, and the Christmas story is a part of that, yeah. but if we only give them that, then then we've, we've I, think we, I think we've missed an opportunity. And I, I get where people are coming from, especially we were talking about last year, okay? Oh, oh yeah. my goodness, last year was just, you know, mm-hmm. hor- horrendous, just the, just the ongoing pressure yeah. and of of the circumstances mm-hmm. and the uncertainty and just people carrying that personally yeah. and just it was just really really tough so so yeah i think i think exactly what you just said that there's 
there's some confidence and there's some identity and that consistency. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? There's uh, just that message that they can count on. What what can you count on in this culture right now that won't be different even three or six months from now? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you know I, what I'm saying? I, Where's right. the consistency? Right. There's the one of the places in mm-hmm. the in the nativity, in, right. the, in the story. And, and for, you know, like the many churches, we're, we're fairly modern. Yeah. And so in a modern church, you're changing it all up. So, yeah. but people appreciate the, the, the faithfulness to that, that story and that season. Yeah. Uh, and I think you mentioned somebody said to you, can't we sing a Christmas hymn? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll share that story next week. Yeah. But, but, but it, but it is the people, they, you know, they like the music. They like, the, you know, we like candles on Christmas Eve. I don't know what's spiritual at all about that. Somehow we try to make it. Yeah. But, but, but we do it because we know it's what people, they're accustomed to us. Doing it's really that. pretty. It is beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> it really is and stuff. And yeah. I love all the lights right. and all that kind of stuff. You yeah. said something in a sermon a couple of weeks ago about, uh, you know, associating you know, pagan things with, you know, the Christmas tree and the wreath and things like that and everything. Yeah. And you know, we do, we kind of don't really have a problem with that because those things aren't going to be like Lord over us. Right. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got to keep Christmas fresh, or do we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the answer is yes, and yes. You know, the answer is yeah. You got to keep it fresh, but at the same time, no. Nah, the 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 message itself is, you know, it's life given. You know, it yeah. truly is. When the Bible, the New Testament, talks about the role of the Holy Spirit enlightening people's hearts, kind of opening their eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like I've always said it, it's like kind of getting uh, angry at the blind person for not being able to see. Wow. Well, can't you see that? You know, mm-hmm. and you're like, you would never get angry at a person that cannot physically see. Okay. Right. There is a role of the Holy Spirit that I think every pastor out there uh, is probably praying. Okay. That says, listen, okay, it's it is that same message, and I have delivered it a hundred times, okay, mm-hmm. but this is going to be the time. This is going to be the year that somehow it sparks down in somebody's soul, some down mm-hmm. down deep, and they realize that that his life was born with their name in mind. You okay? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You get choked up on me there for a second. <laughs> I thought I might cough, but I, okay. I avoided. I avoided that. Brandon doesn't have a cough button for us. We're we're yeah. not that fancy. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, and you know what you're saying. I, I I know Christmas. So Christmas Eve here, we do multiple Christmas Eve services, and we have more people yeah. outside of our church than inside of our church that attend those services. Yeah. And every Christmas Eve, I look out there, and I think, okay, maybe somebody's come today and they've got some overwhelming need or something yeah. they're dealing with where they're at in life and they're going to get the message this year. Mm-hmm. And, and, and for that reason, you fe- reliant on the Holy spirit, yeah, presenting that faithful to presenting the word and that s- story and just hoping, okay, this Christmas, I, I even say stuff like this and you know, this Christmas is going to be their best one. Right. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, it's going to turn. 
It's good. That's what you hope. It's good. One last question. What's Noel mean? That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't know. I think it does mean Christmas somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow. There was a first one. Yeah, there was a first one. (laughs) And ever since then, we've been saying it and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, that's funny. Well, to you, I say Merry Christmas and... uh, and uh, thanks for doing this, man. Hey, man. It's you always too. fun. It's it always is. fun. It is. It's a joy. If you liked what you heard, make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. If you want to know more about joining a cohort or to check out today's show notes, go to decisionmentoring.com. Thanks. See you next week. And Merry Christmas.